0: Hello there. Welcome to Back of the Cereal Box. This is John Pica, and on this week's episode, I'm going to share my thoughts with you about Spider-Man No Way Home and the future of the MCU, and we're going to do that right after these messages. Hey there. Thanks for tuning in to Back of the Cereal Box. My name is John Pica. I am the prophet of pop culture. You can call me Johnny. And this is my review and hot take on Spider-Man No Way Home. First of all, let me say that just like everybody else, I was filled with anticipation for Spider-Man No Way Home. I saw all the rumors And in some kind of perverse hope that none of the fan theories and rumors would be true, I really did my best to downplay them, almost as if they weren't going to happen. Because I really hoped beyond hope that Marvel would not take the cheap, lazy, and easy way out and do what they did. I was wrong, and they did it. So, with that, let me just say first, I did enjoy the movie when I saw it in the theater. And there were parts of me that were like, wow, this is awesome that they actually did what fans wanted them to do and what we thought they should do. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized that the movie was little more than two hours of gratuitous fan service. And that at the end of the day, Spider-Man No Way Home equated to lazy storytelling and potentially a jump the shark moment that will bring comic book movies to a disastrous end. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, for months before the movie's release, rumors were swirling. Insiders were reporting that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were going to reprise their roles as Spider Man. And this was fed by the confirmations of previous villain actors being cast, like um, Hayden C. Church and Alfred Molina as Doc Ock and Jamie Foxx as Electro and uh, Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin and we started to see them in the trailers and we knew that it was dealing with the multiverse and everyone just jumped on the bandwagon that obviously Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield were going to be appearing despite studios and actors basically... Uh, rebutting that and and saying no that's not going to happen that's not what the plan is i think that originally the plan was to have dr octopus turn good guy to fight the other villains along with spider-man and to bring back the vulture also fighting alongside peter parker spider-man but somewhere along the way I feel like fan fervor and fan demand forced Marvel and Sony to acquiesce and to give in to the fans and give fans what they demanded and what they wanted. And the movie became fan service. Not just with Toby and Garfield, but also with Charlie Cox showing up as Matt Murdock, a.k.a. Daredevil. And that scene was obviously shoehorned in after the fact. That scene served no purpose other than to introduce Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock and to give the fanboys their wet dream. Now, I I know it sounds like I'm being very harsh about the movie and that I'm being very harsh about fans and maybe I am and like I said I liked the movie when I first saw it but the more I think about it the more upset I become the more angry I become about the movie because it is now taught fans that they can make demands of studios and storytellers and expect their demands to be met And I think that is a very, very dangerous position for Marvel and Sony to have put themselves in. Now we're seeing, you know, fan theories about what should happen next. And I feel like if, you know, fan demands aren't met, they're going to riot. They're going to be, you know, I don't want to say violence, but it's going to get ugly. And I just feel like Spider-Man No Way Home really created an atmosphere that is not conducive to creative storytelling. And now fans are going to expect their demands to be met and for them to get fan service all the time. And part of this is due, in fact, to Endgame. Endgame was full of fan service, but nothing that anyone demanded or expected. And then fans demanded the Snyder Cut of the Justice League, and the fan fervor made that happen. It became a reality. And once that happened, they started making demands of Spider-Man No Way Home, and all of it came true. And I just feel like, It has set a horrible precedence for comic book movies. And if Marvel doesn't do something to correct the expectations of the fans, it will spell the doom of comic book movies. Because fan service is great for the fans, the hardcore fans, the comic book fans. But you have to understand that comic book fans make up a very, very small percentage of moviegoers and movie revenues. The average best-selling comic book sells around 85,000 copies a month. The average comic book sells less than 20,000 copies a month. Statistically speaking, that is nothing. Zero Nobody is buying comic books and certainly not enough people to make a movie a hit movie. Spider-Man No Way Home did not become a $1 billion grossing movie because of comic book fans. It became a $1 billion grossing movie because of the general mass media audience. People who don't read comics but have become invested into these characters over the years through the way Marvel built the Marvel Cinematic Universe. However, there comes a tipping point. And we started to see the tipping point with Endgame, where the general mass media audience started to get confused. There were so many characters, so many converging plot lines that... A lot of my friends were asking a lot of questions, and I've even had people tell me that they got lost, that they really couldn't follow the story anymore, and that with the with the uh, end game, with the end of the Infinity Saga, they were pretty much done following the MCU. And now comes Spider-Man: No Way Home, and let me just tell you this: General audiences which movies have to be made for, general audiences cannot follow multiple storylines with multiple versions of the same character. They will become confused, and when they become confused, they will lose interest. And when that happens, this movie empire will come crumbling down. So I hope Marvel is paying attention. And my sources... Inside Marvel Studios, my friends, are telling me that they have realized that this is a thing and that they regret some of the things that they've done with the multiverse. So, how does Marvel fix it? There's two ways. With Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, they have got to end the multiverse. This is their one-time shot to bring characters from the multiverse into the mainstream MCU and then destroy it going forward. Going forward, for the movie universe, the multiverse does not need to exist. Also, in Quantumania, they need to do away with all of the variant timelines that were introduced in the series finale of loki let's explore the multiverse in multiverse of madness let's explore the variant timelines in that movie and quantum mania and then let's be done with it because if they don't end it there it will spell the demise of the mcu and comic book movies period I am giving you that prophecy right now. So, those are my thoughts. Those are my feelings about Spider-Man No Way Home and the future of the MCU. I'd love to know what you think. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you think I'm full of it and need to get a life? Let me know. Post a comment. You can send us an email at... Box podcast at gmail.com. We actually want to hear from you. And you can join the discussion on Facebook in our Saturday Morning Rec Room Facebook group. Also, if you like the show and you want to support us financially, you can donate at BuyMeACoffee.com slash pod. If you hate our programming, you can donate even more generously to help us improve it. pod at BuyMeACoffee.com Well, guys and gals, that's it for this quick review and my thoughts and feelings about Spider-Man No Way Home and the future of the MCU. Again, feel free to comment, get in touch with us, let us know what you think, and in the meantime... Love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the flip side.